As part of the Understanding Practice Account series, in this episode, Katie Singer and Nisha Patel from RBP are going to discuss drawings. They will cover what they are, how they're calculated, and why it's so important as a partner to understand them. Accountancy on Prescription by RBP, one of the leading firms of medical specialist accountants. We know what you find tough, but don't you worry, as we know our stuff. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Accountancy on Prescription. Today I'm joined by my colleague and our client principal, Nisha Patel. Hi, Nisha. Hi, Katie. And today we're going to be doing episode two of our Understanding Practice Accounts series. And in this week's episode, we've decided to focus on drawings. So many of you listening will have heard the term drawing. You might think you know what it is. You might not have any idea of what it is, but you're going to be joining a partnership or you're thinking of becoming a partner. And this word drawings will be something you'll be hearing lots of. And you will probably be speaking to your accountant about it frequently in the lead up to joining a partnership or even in the first few years of being a partner. So Nish, why don't you very briefly run us through what drawings are? So drawings are basically decided by different factors, like, for example, your superannuation and your taxation. And like I said before, they're not paid in the same way as salary GPs. So we're looking at what we expect you to estimate as a profit. And then we take into consideration the drawings that you should be having on a monthly basis. Yeah. And you mentioned something really important there. You said it's not the same as a salaried. So I'd say one of the most common things I hear from practices and from individuals is they say things to me like, oh, I'm going to be joining as a partner, but I'm just going to be on the payroll for the first six months. You have to be really, really careful here and make sure you're being recorded correctly. If you are included in a partnership agreement, you know, the legal document that would be created when you join a partnership, you're considered to be a self-employed partner of that practice. And so you would not be on the payroll. By being on a payroll, and this is sort of branching into sort of HR employment advice, which we don't cover as accountants, but we know a little bit about. You have to be very careful because if you're on a payroll, you're an employee. And by being an employee, you have employee rights, which is not the same as being a self-employed partner. So yes, when you receive your drawing, it's completely different to being on a payroll. And as Nish, you touched upon, you were saying you look at different elements of the profit. So I know one thing I do and I'm asked about frequently is to do some drawings projections. And that's how we come up with what we think the drawings will be for the year. So will you just run us through sort of how we do that, how we do our drawings projection at the practice? So when we look at the drawings projections, we look at last year's profit. And when, you know, the partner goes to the meetings, they will discuss elements of income that will not be recurring or if they're going to have new staff members. So we factor in all these different adjustments into the drawings projections. And that would give us the revised estimated profits that we think we're going to have. So then depending on the partner's session bait or the profit sharing ratio, however they decide to split the profits, we calculate the drawings based on that. And we also look at the superannuation and the taxation that each individual partner would pay. Yeah. So for example, you mentioned about profit share. So most of the time, 
practices share their profits in sessional rates, not always, but most of the time. So sometimes as a new partner joining, you might be able to sort of work out what your drawings might be by looking at somebody else. So if you know I'm joining this partnership and I'm going to be working six sessions and Dr. So-and-so works six sessions, you can have a look at their drawings to give you a guide. But of course, you do have to be a bit careful if that individual, say, isn't in the pension scheme and you are, your drawings might be different. And also something to consider is when you first start your drawings, and we did touch upon this in our first episode when we looked at the current accounts, you need to be aware that when you first join as a partner in a practice, you need to allow your working capital to build up. So it may be that you reduce your drawings to start with. So when Nisha was mentioning how we work out our drawings projection, I always put in a line for new partners, which is basically taking away 500 to a thousand pounds a month from your first years or few years of drawings to allow that money to just naturally build up in your current account. So you can kind of get a guide by looking at other partners although you should always discuss with the practice accountant or us about what the future drawings are likely to be, because it could be that you're looking at a set of accounts with very high profits and therefore the partners took very high drawings potentially for that one year. So that is just something to look out for if you're purely looking at somebody who you know you're going to be working the same hours as or the same sessions as. And also, Katie, even if you're doing the same sessions and the same hours, you might have additional income which, you know, you've got to take that into reflection. That might be one of the reasons why there's a different amount in the drawings if one GP partner has got additional income elsewhere. Yeah, say, for example, one of the most common ones is where one of the partners of the practice might be the clinical director at the PCN. So 30-odd thousand pounds might be coming into the practice could be pulled, in which case doesn't matter, but it could be that that specific doctor keeps that as their own additional income. And so it makes their profit share higher, which of course in turn makes their drawings higher. So Katie, there's two different ways you can take the drawings. You can take them either gross or net of tax. Mm -hmm. So it's a good way. If someone is not good at saving and putting money aside, you know, the practice should be encouraged to pay their taxes. Would you agree, I would Katie? say, yeah. So what Nisha means there, just in case you weren't sure what the difference between gross and net. So gross is where you just purely take your drawing in total. So it would just be your profit for the year, less your pension, if you're in the pension scheme, effectively divided by 12. Drawing net is where you not only hold back your pension, but you also hold back your tax so that the practice pays your tax liability. And yes, as Nisha just alluded to, if you know listening, you are not particularly good at saving or you're not very good with your money and, you know, it's no shame, not everybody is, then it might be for you personally or just generally as the practice, it is better to keep the money back within the practice and allow the practice to pay your tax bills at the end of the year. Do you think there's any issues, Niche, with people being different? So if one partner's net and one partner's gross? No, I think it should be what works best for the partner. There is no difference. The end goal will be the same, ultimately. Yeah, exactly. Sometimes it is stipulated in the partnership agreement that all partners will bear their own tax. Fine. In those situations, what often happens is because still individuals are quite nervous. And remember, you can choose to hold back as much as you want. On the flip side, you can choose to draw as much as you want as well, which is why we always say this with caution. But if you are in a practice where there is no obligation for the practice to pay your tax or they're not you know, allowed to per the partnership agreement, 
Often partners will still draw the equivalent of their net figure and twice a year take a lump sum out of the practice. That's also quite common. Obviously, from an accountancy perspective, we sort of see that as drawing net monthly and then taking your tax bills out. But it's just another way that you can keep your tax money saved within the practice so you aren't at risk of spending it. So, Katie, when I do the drawings projections or I've reviewed some practice accounts, one common error I see or an issue is whereby we've done a drawings projection and because they're a new partner in a practice, their superannuation deductions aren't being taken mm. or, you know, PCSE have not started to make the deductions. If this occurs, then the projections won't be as accurate because you're not getting a tax relief. So this is where sometimes our figures might differ to what has potentially happened. And this is why your drawings, your current account balance will be on the lower side. Yeah, absolutely. And we'll cover this hopefully later on in our series of understanding practice accounts. But that's a great point that Nisha's just made. And this is not necessarily the fault of the individual or the new partner joining, but this is and they are getting better. But unfortunately, with the way that PCSE enter new applicants or individuals are put on the register or however it's worked out. Often there can be a delay in your pension contributions being taken out of the practice. And of course, you might not know this, but when you're on a payroll, your pension contributions are taken monthly. So you automatically get the tax relief in that month. If the pension contributions as you being a partner aren't being deducted, then you can't declare them on a tax return, which means you don't get the full tax relief you should be entitled to. So yes, as Nisha said, it can lead to your first tax bill being slightly higher than we projected. But of course, it will all even out as you go through the life of being a partner. And I think that that's why it's a good thing that we reduce new partners' drawings. You know, we already reduce you by 500 to a £1,000 a month to allow for things like this. If it turns out your tax bill is higher, well, we've already put that extra buffer aside. So that is just a further reason why us as accountants do do that with your drawings projection. One thing, Katie, also to note, if there's a change in the profit sharing ratio during the year, it's good to advise us of that so we can revise the drawings and tell you of the new amounts. Sometimes it might not be a big difference, but sometimes it can make a huge difference if you've got an additional partner doing eight sessions. You know, we have to factor that into the drawings. Yeah, absolutely. I would say, I was thinking about this just before we started our recording, doing drawings projections is probably my most asked task as a partner. So I reckon at least twice or three times a week, a partner in a practice will call me up or email me and say, so-and-so is thinking of dropping sessions, or we're thinking of bringing on a new doctor, or we're doing this, or so-and-so is dropping. What will our drawings look like? And I would say on average, two to three times a week, definitely. And for those of you listening who are our clients, you'll know the way our fee structure is, is we don't charge additional for these kind of projections. We see this as an integral part of our service. So you can ask us as many times as you want. So I do, as you say, Nish, you know, especially now coming out of this post-COVID world, lots of our partners who were doing eight, nine sessions before are genuinely thinking about, you know, dropping down sort of six, seven, five, six, seven, you know, full-time session GPs we don't see as much of anymore. And I think and, it is really important as well, because if if that wasn't fed back to us, the chances are they would have an overdrawn balance by the end of the year because they'd be taking the same monthly drawings, which in reality you can't do if you're working less sessions. Exactly. And another part of it, 
helps with, and this isn't so necessarily just for drawings, but when there's current changes in the government with tax rates. So for those of you listening who are aware of it, previously, if you earned over £150,000, you pay tax at 45%. That amount is being dropped with effect from the 6th of April this year to 125000 Now, remember, that's 125000 after deducting pension and expenses from your profit share or your income, if you say. So if your profit share is, say, 130000 by the time you've deducted your expenses and your pension, you're likely to be under £100,000. But if you're much higher earning, if you're, say, 160000 take off your pension, take off some expenses, you're probably still falling over 125000 So you would start paying tax at the higher rate, 45%, or it's actually just over 125000 So we're asked to do the drawings projections. Katie, if I dropped a session, would that mean I'm no longer a 45% taxpayer, but I drop down under that? threshold, for example. It's just really useful to do. And even the changes in the superannuation rates now, isn't it? So they've abolished the 14.5%. So that would take into account. Yeah. And actually the top rate of employees pension is now 13.5%. So it, it is going to be a small number, but it's still going to make a difference. So that will slightly or it'll reduce your overall deductions, but of course it will have a knock-on effect with your tax bill being potentially slightly higher, only a very small amount. Katie, one common question I get asked when a partner takes the drawings, they're like, am I going to be paying tax on these drawings? And one thing I have to say is the drawings you take are not taxable. The tax you pay is on the profit. So that's one point to take away from this is when you take your drawings, you know, don't worry. You've already paid the tax on that. (laughs) And if you are listening and you are new to partnership and you have been doing your own tax return, and you know, I would say 99% of the time, if you're in partnership, you've probably got yourself an accountant. But if you don't and you've been doing your own tax return and you have been putting your drawings as your monthly income, that is incorrect. And you do need to make sure you rectify that by contacting an accountant and asking them to review your tax return because that is fundamentally wrong. You must declare your partnership profits and not your drawings. Katie, if you have found that you have made a mistake and you have been declaring your drawings, what do you do? Yes, if you have, you've got until the 31st of January 2024 to rectify your current return with no consequence in the sense that, yes, there might be extra tax to pay and a small amount of interest of any underdeclared tax, but you don't have any penalties for late filing, etc. To go back further than that, you would need to contact and write to HMRC directly. But do contact an accountant if you're listening and you think, oh gosh, I have declared my drawings and not my profits because that is incorrect. So one of the points I wanted to mention on the drawings projection is when we look at the amounts that the partners can draw, we sort of go on the lower side. So the reason for that is we try to build up the current account balance. So when the partners feel like they can or want to take additional funds out of the practice, they can. Yeah, they've got a bit more flexibility. And I know an exercise I always do is at the accountancy meeting. So after I've seen a practice, so let's just assume we're talking about a March year end, I'm going to see that practice sometime in the summer, say July, August, September, there will be a balance on each partner's current account. At that point in time, I will say, Dr. A, you've got an extra £10,000 excess in your current account. You can take a lump sum of £10,000 most individuals are usually quite pleased about this. What we would rather as accountants in general is that you do draw cautiously, i.e. when you receive our drawings projection, that you see what we recommend as the maximum drawing and you do 
consider drawing below that. Of course, you can draw the maximum, but these drawings projections are subject to estimates. So I am putting through or we are putting through what we think you're going to earn next year. If somebody goes off sick and there's unknown locum costs or the fridge breaks and you lose £15,000 worth of drugs and your insurance claim doesn't fully cover it, there are always going to be extenuating circumstances. So by drawing the maximum, you are squeezing yourself a little bit. So underdrawing slightly just means you can take it all out at a later day. And just to stress, this money that we're talking about being left in the practice, it is yours. We're not denying that. And it is always going to go back to you in the future. But to keep the day-to-day running of the practice, it's always really, really important to not overdraw, to allow there to be enough working capital in the practice so it can run on. Katie, that was really interesting. I think, you know, from what we've discussed, I hope that other people have got a better understanding of what drawings are. And we can't predict what you're going to potentially earn in the future, but this is the best step or the best way we can work out what you will earn. Yeah. And I think if you are confused or you notice a cash flow squeeze at the practice or you notice the other way that there's tons of excess cash, we can all dream, then do speak to us because it could just be that the drawings need to be tweaked. For example, if a member of the team has left and more partners are doing more clinical sessions, of course, your drawings can then go up to reflect that. It is getting harder to do projections mid-year because there's so many things changing within general practice, but it's still a definite exercise for us to be able to do for you. So please do contact us at any point. And if you are a new partner listening, thinking of joining a practice, especially if it's a practice of ours, we can always look at the accounts for you and the drawings projection. But as Nisha mentioned earlier in the episode, we also do do uh, partnership accounts reviews. So whether they're clients of ours or not, we'll take a practice set of accounts and have a review of them to let you know what we think your future profits are likely to be like. And of course, off the back of future profits, we can look at what your potential drawings might be. And I think it's a good way as well when, you know, a potential salary GP wants to go into partnership, you know, to look at what they would be taking as drawings. Mm. So they can outweigh it to see if it would benefit them. Mm, Definitely. And I think there's the misconception as well, because often you're always comparing a drawing as a partner to what you earn as a salary GP. But of course, as a partner, especially if you're in the NHS pension scheme, you must take into account that you're going to be paying the employees and the employer's element of the pension. So if you have any kind of fixed share, for example, that fixed share in theory can't be the same as your salary Because by the time you take out both elements of your pension, you'd end up drawing less. You'd end up taking home less net than you would as a salaried doctor. So that's why it's always important to speak to an accountant when you're considering joining a partnership. Okay, well, I hope that that's been a really useful episode. I feel like it has given you all a bit more information about drawings and how they work. And as I've said, this is the second in the episode of Understanding Practice Accounts. If there are any specific areas that you would like us to cover in this series and you're listening and the next episode hasn't gone live yet, please do feel free to email info at rbp.co.uk. Just put podcast in the subject filter so we know where it will get sent to. And we can always try and incorporate those questions into our next podcast. And I think it's a good idea because at the end of the day, if you have any concerns or you don't understand anything about the practice accounts, this is a real good opportunity for you to email us. And then if we can, we can try and explain what areas you don't understand. Yeah, absolutely. Thank you. So if you have enjoyed that, please do like and subscribe and listen for more episodes. Bye. Bye.
You have been listening to RBP's Accountancy on Prescription podcast. For any updates, please visit www.rbp.co.uk or follow us on Twitter at RBPCA. The contents of this podcast is for general guidance and informational purposes only and does not constitute any form of advice. The information provided by RBP is of a general nature. Appropriate and tailored advice or independent research should be obtained before making any decisions. RBP does not accept any liability for any loss or damage which is incurred from you acting or not acting as a result of listening to Accountancy on Prescription.